Star Wars 7x7 episode 3168. Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars is the new novel by Sam Maggs. It's out today. This is, I believe, our third novel that is tied into a video game, and it's a pretty exciting one. Kind of like getting multiple seasons of DLC content, but with a lot of very insightful stuff that you would only get in a novel. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boyvod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So as far as Star Wars novels based on video games, first we had Battlefront Twilight Company from Alexander Freed, which wasn't really based on Battlefront at all because there was no story mode in the original Battlefront, so it was just kind of co-branded, basically. And then you had Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad by Christy Golden, which was a prequel to the story mode in Battlefront 2 featuring Aiden Versio. And now we have Star Wars Jedi colon Battle Scars, which I guess you could say philosophically is kind of like Splinter of the Mayan's Eye. <laughs> it's a story that takes place in between Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor in the same way that Splinter of the Mayan's Eye took place between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's going way back. But more specifically, Jedi Fallen Order takes place in 14 BBY and Survivor is supposed to take place in 9 BBY. This takes place a few years. They talk about a few years in the novel multiple times. So we're saying 11 BBY basically. So probably closer to Survivor than it is to Fallen Order. Now, from the publisher's summary, we get a little backstory on the characters, but then we get the meat of the situation and says on what should be a routine mission they meet, a stormtrooper determined to chart her own course with the help of Cal and the crew. In exchange for help starting a new life, the Imperial deserter brings word of a powerful, potentially invaluable tool for their fight against the Empire, and even better, she can help them get to it. The only catch, pursuing it will bring them into the path of one of the Empire's most dangerous servants, the Inquisitor known as the Fifth Brother. Can the Imperial Deserter really be trusted? And while Cal and his friends have survived run-ins with the Inquisitors before, how many times can they evade the Empire before their luck runs out? Alright, so that sets the stage. Now I feel like we need to set an expectation because this novel is very different from, say, the Battlefront of the Battlefront 2 tie-in novels, and I think it's supposed to be. It's a good thing that this is the case because Battlefront and Battlefront 2 are entirely different games from what the Jedi Fallen Order game is and what we can expect Jedi Survivor to be. And those two Battlefront novels were doing different things, right? The first Battlefront novel is just meant to kind of <laughs> take the name and play with a very military-style story. And then the second Battlefront novel is meant to serve as a prequel to Aiden Versio's story as it develops in Battlefront 2. This novel, Battle Scars, is meant to serve as a bridge between Fallen Order and Survivor. And so in that sense, it really kind of feels like downloadable content, if you will. Seasons of downloadable content that often come with various video games. And part of the reason why it felt like that was because the first four chapters of the novel, which is fully 20% of the novel according to the Kindle <laughs> situation, is about that one routine mission that the publisher's summary talks about. 
that's extremely action focused in that regard. And there are two other large action set piece situations in the novel as well. One of them involves the acquisition of this very powerful item that the Imperial Deserter is talking about. And then there's the climactic situation that happens. This is mostly a non-spoiler review and I'm not gonna spoil any major details of the story here for you just to give you the heads up. But aside from those set pieces, which take up a significant portion of the novel, I'd say generally, you know, more significant from an action perspective than your garden variety Star Wars novel, there's a lot of deep thinking that happens with the characters of the Stinger Mantis crew. There's a lot of reflection on events that happened in the Jedi Fallen Order story, and I gotta be honest with you, I have not played Jedi Fallen Order, I have not watched through cutscenes, and my goodness, this novel did make me very much want to go back and watch like story mode compilations on YouTube. But you don't have to have played the video game or watched cutscenes to be able to enjoy the novel to its fullest. The way they talk about the events of Fallen Order, it's enough for you to understand what's going on. The fact that they are a few years out from those story events and they're tired and they're questioning just what they've been achieving over these last few years and whether it's all worth it. As a result, this novel is very much a reckoning of sorts for Cal, for Marin, for Seer, for Grease. And the cracks in this were sort of there already and were starting to develop, but the addition of this Imperial Deserter brings everything to the surface. As far as that Imperial Deserter goes, well, the answer to whether the Deserter can or cannot be trusted ends up being very nuanced, and that's well handled by Sam Maggs, who's the author of this book. I just realized we hadn't even mentioned Sam's name, so there you go. Sam Maggs writes Jedi Battlescars, and the way that the question of that is handled becomes twisty and turny and is definitely... As far as that Imperial Deserter goes and the question of whether the Deserter is someone who can be trusted or not, well, there's enough twists and turns around that that you will follow it through the novel and it will keep you wondering the whole way through, which is fantastic. It definitely adds a bit of a sense of jeopardy to the proceedings, which, you know, if you step back and think about it... Yeah, the Jeopardy isn't necessarily really there because we know that the entire Stinger Mantis crew is going to show up in Jedi Survivor, and we know because of where this is placed in the timeline that the fifth brother, who was mentioned in the publisher's summary, the fifth brother is going to survive the events of this because he shows up in the Kenobi series. But if you didn't know that going in, then I'll tell you, Sam Maggs really kind of gives you a run for the money in terms of thinking about the possibility of our heroes not getting out of things in one piece. And they do get scratched up a lot. Like this Battle Scars thing, like, yeah, it is meant in the physical as well as the metaphorical sense. For a couple of little fun fact things that jumped out at me, it was kind of surprising, but made perfect sense for BD-1 to be administering multiple stim shots to Cal Kestis in the midst of battles to keep him going. That's the sort of thing that happens in the video game itself, but in a novel situation seemed 
kind of strange and unusual and it made me wonder why this doesn't happen more often actually in other Star Wars storytelling like how many other people how many other Jedi are going into fights getting stim shots just before they go in or giving themselves stim shots in the middle of fights like we don't really hear about this but it was done so naturally by Sam Maggs in the novel and of course it made sense with the video game tie-in situation that it made me think gee I wonder why this isn't happening or we're not being told about this and other stories. This novel is also taking the title of hottest and heaviest Star Wars romantic storytelling of any novel in the new canon. The emotional stuff is there and that's fantastic. I am really someone, as you've probably heard on the podcast, if you've listened for <laughs> any stretch of time, who's a big proponent of romance as part of Star Wars storytelling and we've been getting a lot more of it recently in novels and that's been terrific. This novel has its fair share of the physical variety as well, and I'm putting it that way because this is a family-friendly podcast, <laughs> but not since we had the members of Nora Wexley's team listening to Jazz Amari and John Burrell through the walls. <laughs> of their ship. Not since that have we had the kind of storytelling that we have in Battle Scars. And there is the occasional hiccup or two in the novel, like for example when the Imperial deserters first picked up by the Singer Mantis crew, there's a point at which the crew wants to talk amongst themselves about what they're going to do and they let this Imperial deserter be on the Singer Mantis unattended. You know, who knows what this person could be doing and whether they could be sabotaging the ship at this point. They can't be trusted period paragraph but they're still left to their own devices on the ship and that seemed like an unusual mistake for the crew to make basically and there may have been one other moment like that that just kind of jumped out at me but it's really few and far between otherwise like I was just immersed in the novel I was really excited to dive into it the action was really compelling and it lasted longer than I thought it was going to but by the time it ended in the way they settled into the storytelling prior to the next set piece I was really happy with how they went in deep with the characters in their ruminations in a way you could think of the action pieces as like TLC content for the Jedi series except that the interstitials if you will the stuff in between the battles much deeper and very much more novel like elevated the game as a whole so those are my thoughts about Battle Scars, the tie-in novel for Jedi Survivor taking place in between the events of the two video games, and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.